Hello and welcome back to the Dual Screens podcast. I am your host, Andy, and joining us once again for I think the fourth or fifth time on this show is Matthew <laughs> Cote, game director of Dead by Daylight and product evangelist over at Behavior Interactive. Matthew, welcome back, buddy. How you been? I've been good. I've been uh, uh, stuck in a box, but uh, very, uh, very happy. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we keep busy. <laughs> Yeah, a lot to be happy about, too. Uh, So this is going to be a nice, uh, to-the-point interview. Very surgical, very precise. A lot like uh, like DBD itself. Clearly professional here. We're we're all professionals. Yes, for the first time in a very long time. Um, I want to kick things off with a fun little icebreaker question that I went back and forth on all of last night while I was trying to get some sleep. But it's a question that I know the answer to. But I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna ask it anyway. Is uh, it the test? Am I being tested? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, shoot, I'm ready. Why is this fan base so incredibly horny? <laughs> I I'm I'm not sure where that thirst comes from. Maybe maybe it's as a general rule, people are horny. They are. Maybe it's it's just not this community, or maybe we just <laughs> allow people a space where they can express this somehow. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe we there's a, a there's probably a lot of very smart people who made studies about mm-hmm. the different uh, links between horror and sex. That's I mean, it. Obviously, there's a lot of cliches of of, of these things, but. Uh, there's a link somewhere in there. It's, yeah. it's uh, high emotions mm-hmm. and, and intense, visceral human reactions. So right. I guess it's all tied together. Yeah, those, I mean, those two things, that's, that's how I, I know the answer is just sex and horror are just so, they're interwoven throughout yeah. history. So it's just funny seeing some of these like offshoot Dead by Daylight subreddits that are just specifically <sighs> about yeah, some of them of we, we have to vigorously ignore. And whoever is running your Twitter handle is like a hero because that guy must be or girl must be seeing so many things. There's a, a few Twitter people, but yeah, one or two are magicians at what yeah. they do, for right. sure. A lot of folks go into horny jail on that Twitter. All right. Speaking of things that turn me on, Resident yes. Evil yeah. is coming to Dead by Daylight. Like- how batshit crazy is that? Oh my god! It's you had this gorgeous yet intense trailer of Meg getting murdered by Nemesis. Yeah, uh, which I do want to ask you: How do you guys pick who gets killed in these trailers? Is it like a, well, uh, a, a coin toss or a name and a hat thing? The thing is, in our game, the jock, like mm-hmm. the 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 action hero, is Meg. Mm-hmm. She she embodies that fit powerful mm-hmm. confident hero character mm-hmm. so whenever we need to really drive the point that you know this person could crush her our hero mm. then that's meg meg is the the Got jock it. in the game she's Got the it. she's the tough one uh, so okay uh, yeah it's that sort of going to the the highest already and, and just breaking i guess it's like a prison thing you know you have to it's- find the biggest one out there and shank them i guess i've never been to jail i've been to horny jail but not real actual jail 
Sure. It's just funny seeing people's reactions. Like it's like a, it's like a personal attack. Like, oh my god, you killed my Meg or you killed my David. Like for the fourth time in the trailer. It's to be fair. <laughs> these characters die every game, every almost game. every game. Right. But death is not an escape. Matthew. Oh, well put. <laughs> All right. So, Nemesis, Leon, yeah. Jill, Resident Evil. Let's talk about how this whole collaboration came to be. What were those conversations like with Capcom? Were you just like, we got Pyramid Head, so you can't say no to this because you'll kind of look like an asshole if you don't put this in our game. What were those well, chats like? No, uh, that's not the kind of thing we say. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, interestingly enough, uh, for the last year, I think, we, we started talking about Dead by Daylight as the Hall of Fame of Horror. Right. Uh, the introduction of Silent Hill and, and you know, with the, the large selection of legendary movie icons that we have in the game. Mm -hmm. It is really a place where legends of horrors can live side by side and be featured and be honored to a certain extent by appearing in this in this uh in this universe that we've created uh so the conversation was not that difficult uh mm -hmm. essentially getting in touch with the right people is usually the hardest bit mm -hmm. and once you know who you're talking to and the person is like yes i can make those kinds of decisions uh it was a simple enough conversation uh, i think that they they totally they, they were aware of the game, which is already a, a big boon. Uh, and they, they, I think that people now see, we've shown time and time again, that we are uh, able to respect the property that they've created mm -hmm. and, and pay homage to what they stand for and honor them in a way that is, that is respectful. And, and it's, just, it's just a great way to showcase what your universe is. And uh, the, the, the fact that, you know, we can sort of mix and match 20 years of Resident Evil and just create a, 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 a not a, a summary, but a, a, what do you call, like a sneak peek or, or just a, a sample mm -hmm. of what is Resident Evil and put that in our game. Uh, it, it's, it's really interesting, too, because we don't have to do just one bit. It can be a, a bunch of different bits that we feel are great about this franchise and put them all together and they, they make sense in our universe which is also really cool was nemesis always the go-to option for the killer did you guys think about maybe getting a tyrant in there or something else or, or is he always like no, you know well, we, we, it's got to be nemesis for this everything was under consideration like we, mm -hmm. we thought about all the possible ways we could go about doing this uh, and when we talked to Capcom at the very beginning, we, we came to them with a plan. And we were open, obviously, to them having feedback or suggestions, mm -hmm. but, but we came with a plan. And, and the plan was Nemesis, because we thought that he, he has a special place in the Resident Evil world. And he is he's just, I mean, they're all terrifying, but he has a, I think it's, I don't know, it's a more intimate and, and intimidating presence. Uh, we thought he would fit really, really well, and he does. Yeah, he seems like the easier pick would uh, on the killer side because you know Tyrant has been around for a long time, but he lacks that nemesis charisma, that like sense of like you're gonna get fucked up if he's in the same room with you, yeah. kind of feeling. But how do you go between like 
settling on a Leon and a Jill when you have like a Chris or a Claire and there's so many other main characters to choose. Yeah. From. What was that decision? Th- that was a much tougher one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yes, you're right. And if you, you continue, there's like Ada Wong and there's other really mm-hmm. interesting characters in the Resident Evil universe. They, they created a lot of characters that you have a lot of empathy for and you follow their story and you feel really connected to them. So this was a much tougher call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's really, it was a matter of uh, going to what we felt was uh, the best representation and also the more uh, iconic in a certain sense. Like if you, if you say Resident Evil to a hundred people, what is going to be the character that pops into the most people's right. minds? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, I don't think there would have been a wrong answer to this, mm-hmm. but, but hopefully this was the right one <laughs> or one of the right ones. <laughs> so what can these new players do? Let's start with Nemesis. What does he bring to the table well, in terms uh, of his abilities and his... Interestingly his enough, uh, Nemesis is... It, it, most of his power is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's a tentacle attack, which is really cool, and it's a sort of a buildup also over time that allow that gains him a couple of of different abilities, uh, which is is bits and bobs taken from other characters so that we've seen before in some way or another. But then the big twist is the zombies. Yeah. So, yeah, putting AI in the map, putting those shamblers around that just sort of throw a wrench in people's plans i think was the the i mean we couldn't do resident evil without zombies we had to find a way to make it happen and and this is just so cool like every time we do a new killer we really try to make something that will force people to to reevaluate how they play the game Mm. literally some of your strategies they don't work anymore they're right. out the window you have to figure something else and 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 that's sort of the goal each and every time so i think that we managed to to make a killer that is immediately fun to play with and and when you play against it's it's kind of thrilling because it brings something that you've never seen before after five years of of creating new characters yeah i feel like it isn't so much how this killer is better than the ones that came before him it's like it's how can we make this one feel different and special and unique in this own little world we've created uh how soon is he gonna get a rocket launcher (laughs) it's funny because for consideration like that that's the second time i i talked to someone who asked about the rocket launcher and we (laughs) we talked about it at some point it came up during some of the conversations Mm -hmm. and it's just like we don't have weapons in the game. Uh, <laughs> right, I mean, right. technically, the Death Slinger has a gun, mm-hmm. and and it was really interesting for us to bring in an actual weapon, and it's 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 very specific in the way it was created. Rocket launcher. I mean, the closest we got to adding the rocket launcher was uh, some of the early conversations about uh, the Mori. Yes, we I thought was just maybe say that, yeah. maybe that would have been the place for it, uh, but but even then. Uh, I think it felt a little uh, silly. That would have been so wonky. Like you have this, this giant hulking beast yeah. 
and then he just whips out like from his trench coat this rocket launcher it's like well and, and that's the thing. he's so big he was a little actually. off like yeah. most of our killers if you put them side by side with a survivor they're like say, seven or eight feet tall like most mm-hmm. of them are really big mm-hmm. but we made him bigger like mm-hmm. so big actually that the first time we put him in the map he, he didn't fit through the door frames so we had to readjust a couple things but he's as big probably as we can make a killer in dead by daylight so what you're saying is you're not going to have uh what's her face from resident evil village lady dimitrescu at any point? i i can't <laughs> talk about the future who knows what's going to happen because if if you thought he was I think her hat wouldn't fit in the door right frame. <laughs> Oh boy, talk about horny Dead by Daylight fans. Oh yes, anyway, no, we, anyway. would, we would be done after <laughs> that's that. That's really it. Um, <laughs> what about Jill and Leon? What do they bring to the table? So I think that the 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 things that are really gonna uh, be the, like every time we create a, a couple of new parks for survivors, there's usually one that's good and then becomes like middle of the ground and people use it. One that people forget about and one that becomes the next thing that everybody goes insane about mm-hmm. uh, i think that what's going to happen with leon and jill is literally it's the mines and the flashback mm. so the fact that you can by repairing generators and and now i'm talking about specific mechanics and it might change it usually changes between the ptb and the, sure. the actual launch mm-hmm. uh, so right now it's it's by repairing generators you sort of build up uh, your your capacity to throw these flashbangs or mines and and those have kind of a big effect and you can actually fight back a little bit mm-hmm. uh, because both of these characters are so they're built around fighting back impossible odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've seen this and you've experienced it yourself playing the Resident Evil games where you, you are fighting back against impossible things by using mm-hmm. these gadgets and just being resourceful. So we really wanted to bring that sense into these characters. But just a little bit, not too much. You just a get, little bit you don't want to give them too much uh, that's it too much so their holsters are are empty like every right. time every- like bill bill from <laughs> left for dead is like where's my right. gun where's so my- ash williams <laughs> didn't have his gun he's got the chainsaw arm though so he's got something to fight back with at least the, i'm sorry what he's got that chainsaw arm so uh yeah but it's it doesn't have gas oh yeah that's true but you can still kind of swim with it kind of wildly <laughs> you know like a maniac um <laughs> he's got ashy slashy that's about ashy, as much slashy. as we gave it yeah that's it uh raccoon say the police department map looks incredible yeah how gorgeous is that oh map? my god what was that like bringing this this i feel like is when you think resident evil you think about this police station yeah such an iconic map in the game yeah and, and bringing it's, it's, this into dbd it's the second time we do that where we try to recreate the exact layout of a map as it exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first time was with Silent Hill, mm-hmm. uh, and now with the, the the Raccoon City Police Department, it's such an amazing. It, like it's big and it's beautiful and it's got a lot of different sort of atmospheres in it, and it's the most detailed map we've ever done there's mm-hmm. so many little like easter eggs and and little things that you remember from one setting or one thing in there uh it's just it's just ridiculously gorgeous it's like it's almost like we're getting better at this right who knew after five years <laughs> you might be getting better at this <laughs> will we find like uh what's his face marvin's corpse hanging around from resident evil 2 somewhere in well, the corner if we had hid things here and there what i 
spoiled the pleasure of discovering Ooh, it for you. True. I like you too much for that. True. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. So how do you, do you build off of this thing with Capcom now? Because Capcom has it, other horror IPs that they've done before. They've done- They Dino, have many games. Dino Crisis. You know, there's they're an established company with lots right. of really lots interesting of properties devil may cry uh, and we now have a relationship with them right. you are correct and they also own clock tower in case you didn't know that that's a, okay a, a fun, i'm, I'm taking fact. notes here a, in a case i didn't know for you do you see yourselves building off of this or like i see i see a trend now there's we have pyramid head we have nemesis you know two video game franchises is this the current trajectory now when it comes to getting iconic well, faces it, it, in? You have two points of data. You can definitely mm -hmm. draw a, a, a trajectory with that. I, I just did. That being said, <laughs> I think that one of the constants that we've been exhibiting is uh, surprising people. Mm. So you can expect us to surprise you again. I love it. Every time it's a shocker, though, and it's always worth it. Uh, this will no doubt bring in an influx of brand new players. I would say even more so than yeah. Silent Hill. Because Silent Hill has a very loyal following. But yeah. compared to a Resident Evil, I don't think those two even come close in terms of fan bases. We're not comparing them because no. oh, obviously no. they're both they both have their place in the right. Hall of Fame of They horror. do. They do. Uh, but we are expecting an influx of, of new players. And we, we actually, during our anniversary stream, I don't know if you watched it. It's kind I of did. fun if you did. I did. Uh, and uh, Gabrielle, our, uh, our community manager lead, she talks about how we are uh, trying to encourage our players to be welcoming and, and you know provide guides and tips and tricks because mm -hmm. we expect quite a lot of new players, which we've already seen a bit that influx uh, starting. Mm -hmm. And... And we, we want to make sure that they have the best possible Dead by Daylight experience. I mean, after five years, we are now at, what, 27 uh, survivors and something like 24 killers. That's it can be a little daunting mm -hmm. at first. There's a lot to learn, a lot to understand. Uh, the great thing is if you don't know anything and you keep getting surprised and freaked out, it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> uh, but, but that's it. So having people around that are sort of helping you and you know uh, helping you learn is is great so yeah nice. i think i also caught that there's a their tutorial will be a little bit revamped and improved and some Very much bots so. in there to like help ease in the new players yeah with that's, the with the really ai that we built uh for the zombies uh the the ai is also used for some of the tutorials so that we can actually help bring people in and teach them about the game in a in a better way hopefully so five years that's a long time and I, i'm not gonna lie when i first played this game i want to say it was maybe six years ago it felt like at pax east mm -hmm. i i knew it was going to be something special like there was no doubt playing it and seeing it come so far in five years is truly amazing what are some of your fondest memories working on this game over the last five years oh my uh well on a very very personal level mm -hmm. my first trip to japan to go at oh, wow. uh, uh tokyo game show and mm -hmm. meet our japanese fans face to face and the 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 pure unadulterated joy of the 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 
passion about being a fan that you have in Japan, I've never seen that anywhere else. It was absolutely magical. Uh, there was also this really absurd, surreal moment where I went on stage at the, the, the Twitch booth to say hi to some people, and there was a guy in the front row wearing a T-shirt with my face on it. <laughs> and I, uh, to this day, I think that's the most confused I've ever been in my life. Oh, my God. I need that shirt for our next interview. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's that weird purple perk, you know, right. with my sort of weird face I made on it. Anyway, uh, but it, it, we did a nice little, like a stroll down memory lane during the anniversary at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And and I talk about a few of these really cool moments that we've had. And and it's just been such an amazing, oh, dog. Uh, we've Your dog passed by. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's just walking in. Yeah. Adorable. Cujo. Okay. Uh, Cujo. Yes, Cujo, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very but, appropriate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's just been it's just been insane. It's just been so good to us, and we've been able to accomplish quite a lot because of that. And we've been able to 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 help a lot of people do crazy things. And we've seen like the progression of a lot of our content creators and the people we feel like we grew up with to a certain extent you know mm -hmm. uh, so yeah it's been it's been absolutely fantastic i i couldn't be happier wouldn't trade that for the world what is uh what does year six look like for this game you've had some bits and pieces more killers more maps more killers more maps yeah uh more survivors mm -hmm. more uh we're gonna do a lot more with the archives i can tell mm -hmm. you that uh we the story in this, we realize how much people want to hear about the lore of the game, and they want to go deeper. We'll 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 get them there. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll we'll show you stuff you didn't know you wanted to know about. <laughs> uh, and uh, and there's definitely going to be one or two really interesting new entries in the Hall of Fame. Oh my God, I can't I cannot wait. This is what I love about this game so much. It's it has like a no end in sight vibe to it and i feel like i want to Hopefully. play this game well into like my late 50s with like you know when you add like the 50th killer at some point oh my god i i'm already exhausted just thinking about it but i'll be there i'll be there joyfully i'll be yep. there and i'll have like my, my my matthew shirt when the time comes um at the next event at the next like pax east when things are back to normal i get to see you i i would love to go back to these events yeah i mean i i don't know what the future holds i don't know how things will pan out uh, mm -hmm. but but meeting people face to face and and being able to share in the absolute joy of being part of the dead by daylight experience is something that i look forward to all right matthew i think that's a good place to end it. Uh, any final remarks? Ready? Words? I know it's already been half an hour. I want to cry. <laughs> We're on a tight schedule. Uh, uh, do a quick pitch on the Resident Evil. Uh, well, I, I'm going to tell you something that nobody knows the, yet. Yeah, give, give me the, the top secret sauce. So that's it. The one yeah. thing that we haven't told anybody yet. You're the, the first that I tell this to. But you're not allowed to talk about it before we actually do it. But still. Of course. Of course. Uh, legendary outfits. Mm -hmm. are going to be coming for the Resident Evil chapter. Oh, boy. Uh, and Chris and Claire. Oh, boy. Will be, uh, of course. You'll be able to be uh, playing these characters. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Amazing. So as of today, so Stephen tells me that, yes, it is as of today, because we will have be in the future back yes. when 
So we will have this beautiful content on yes. the 15th of June, and you'll be hearing this awesome interview after the fact. There you go. To keep all those fun, juicy details. Yeah. And, and I won't tell anyone. Holding on to this like this for the next I couple mean, of days. Listen, listen, <laughs> much like the trajectory of you getting more video game horror IPs into DVD, one can look at Heather and the Lisa legendary skin, and you can ha have a similar outcome uh, conclusion it, it's not a huge <laughs> uh you know jump to conclusion you're right 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 right, right. but it's well, happening matthew thank you so much i wish we had more time i love chatting with you it's always all, a pleasure thank you all, so much all the best with this new amazing content i cannot wait to play it. i'm so excited and that's dead by daylight june 15th resident evil if you're not playing it i will hunt you down and punch through your wall and do stuff to you okay is that a promise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> all right listeners thank you so much and as always cheers everyone <laughs> please be excellent to each other <laughs> <laughs>